Welcome back. I'm Karen Hall, your host of the Hero Within podcast. I'm passionate about sharing inspiring true stories of unsung heroes who've overcome some of life's most challenging adversities. Come along with me and learn how you too can find hope and healing to return to love. As we're celebrating Easter this weekend, I've been thinking about the Fridays before the Easters in our own lives. I was thinking about the disciples who walked side by side with Jesus. For over three years, they had been with the Savior during his ministry, and they saw the many miracles that he performed. They saw lives transformed. They knew his power. And I imagine their exuberance and pride as they witnessed Christ being heralded on Holy Sunday just earlier in the week. They knew of the prophecies that his kingdom would come, and he was known as King of the Jews. I imagine that they had great hopes in him changing the world for the better and in being a part of that change somehow. They probably had high hopes about how their own world would change to make things better for them and their loved ones. The disciples knew that he was the Son of God. They also knew that Heavenly Father loved the Savior and gave Jesus divine power to perform miracles as they watched him firsthand heal the sick, raise Lazarus from the dead, and bring Jairus' daughter back from the dead. Even as they watched the Romans torture, scourge, and beat Jesus, they knew the Savior could still perform a miracle and avoid being crucified. They also knew our Heavenly Father could rescue him from being crucified. I can't even imagine their heartbreak as they watched their Lord hang dying on the cross after being tortured so inhumanely. Their dreams were shattered like a glass dropped on a tile floor. They probably felt like they were going through whiplash after the joy they felt seeing the miracles and now watching their Lord die an excruciating death and they probably experienced intense grief. They probably felt an incredible mixture of emotions, as we all do when our hopes are crushed. They may have felt let down by the God they had worshipped, and they watched the plans they had made vanish. They saw their hopes for the future being dashed. Everything they had counted on didn't work out as they thought it would. Everything they had worked up to All their sacrifices, all their dreams for a better life evaporated right before their eyes. And now they were alone. And I imagine they vacillated between feeling scared, abandoned, helpless, forsaken, and also terrified that they might be killed and even crucified next. Should they run or hide? Not only would they feel fear for themselves, But I imagine they also felt fear for the safety of their loved ones. And I bet they didn't sleep Friday night out of fear for their own life and for their loved ones. Who would take care of their loved ones if they were killed too? When our stress is so severe and we experience sleepless nights, our fear is so great that our thoughts loop over and over as we try to solve a puzzle without all the pieces and our mind won't be quieted. We are unable to find peace. I imagine the disciples felt like that, and then going into Saturday with no sleep 
it must have been even harder to cope with their grief. The Prince of Peace, their source of peace, and the giver of peace was gone. I imagined the whole day Saturday, their brains couldn't stop thinking of what they should do. The Savior said he would not leave them comfortless, and that the Comforter would be with him when he left. But even when the Comforter is with us, it often takes time to process the stress of external events and to feel peace wash over us and calm our troubled mind. When our mind senses danger, it is so difficult to sleep. I bet the disciples felt on guard, fearing that they were far from safe. And when we feel this kind of fear, our brain thinks it's permanent, and we can't even fathom that things will get better. That thought defies logic and all outward evidence. All through that dark Saturday, I'm sure they were trying to process all that had happened while still battling their fears for their own lives. The Roman authorities could come after them next, and they were going through all the stages of grief. Are you feeling like your life is falling apart? Are you feeling like your dreams for a happy life or a happy future are crumbling right before your eyes? Do you feel like all your sacrifices have been in vain as your hopes evaporate? We all have our Fridays and Saturdays in which we plummet into the depths of despair. We may see no hope for the future, and we may be filled with all the what-ifs about our future based on our current situation. What if it doesn't get better? What if it gets worse? What if I can't make it? What if I can't do this? What if this despair doesn't lift? And so many more questions fill our mind. Yesterday, as I was pondering these things, I was reading a message by Joseph B. Worthland that says it so well, and I quote, I think of how dark that Friday was when Christ was lifted up on the cross. On that Friday, the Savior of mankind was humiliated and bruised, abused and reviled. It was a Friday filled with devastating, consuming sorrow that gnawed at the souls of those who loved and honored the Son of God. I think that of all the days since the beginning of this world's history, that Friday was the darkest. But the gloom of that sad day did not endure. The despair did not linger because on Sunday, the resurrected Lord burst the bands of death and appeared gloriously triumphant as the Savior of all mankind. Each of us will have our own Fridays, those days when the universe itself seems shattered and the shards of our world lie littered about us in pieces. We all experience those broken times when it seems we can never be put together again. We will all have our Fridays. But I testify to you in the name of the one who conquered death, Sunday will come. In the darkness of our sorrow, Sunday will come. No matter our desperation, no matter our grief, Sunday will come. End quote. Are you feeling despair? When we feel that we are broken or that things or people around us are broken, we aren't alone in those feelings. I'm sending out a lifeline for you. It's the same lifeline that I cling to. Please remember 
that your Sunday is coming. The Lord promises that he will turn all things for our good. Jesus is our high priest of good things to come. Hold on. Your Sunday will come. Thanks for listening. I know you're busy. Did you know that you help spread the love by leaving a review and following? This helps increase our visibility so people can find us online. I really appreciate your help. I'm wishing you lots of love in your own hero's journey.